Here's what happened this morning with Stacey and Clayton. 96.3 Cruise FM. Variety that rocks. It is 6-11. Honeymoon sweet and... Stacey and Clayton, all of us together. What was the sigh? What was that? I just didn't say it how I wanted to, and then I had to last minute recover, and I didn't recover, and I made it weird. It's cruise mornings with Stacey and Clayton. You just made it weirder right there. Exactly. Well. Exactly. You wanna? I'm you wanna stop. make it three for three no. for getting it weird? No, <laughs> no. I'm good. All right. Shout out to your husband, Sean. Dropped off some bread today for me. Well, I dropped it off. Well, he did not. You were just the middleman. I am the middleman. I'm the bread man. <laughs> I am the bread man. I am the walrus. Yeah, I am the bread man. <laughs> uh, he wrapped it in tinfoil today. It looks like the North Battleford Water Tower. It's. You know what it is? The bread that he's making now, it's a different kind of recipe, and they're round loaves. Mm-hmm. You cannot fit them into a standard Ziploc bag anymore. I, we need to bump it up to like the extra large Ziploc bags, but we didn't have any. So yeah, it's just a big ball of tinfoil. I look forward to bread day. Uh, Sean hasn't made me bread for a while. Pick it up, Sean. Right. It used to be a monthly thing. Yeah. See, that's the thing. If you're the friend that makes bread, you have a responsibility. It's okay? a commitment. You committed to this lifestyle when you baked your first loaf of bread, and okay? Gave, and gave it to someone. People are relying on you. <laughs> People expect this bread at least once a month, okay? <gasps> you showed up. You were all braggy McBrag yeah. pants. Look at this bread. Isn't this bread good? Yeah, it was good, Brenda. That's why we want some more. <laughs> You dug your own grave. You, you you put the expectations really high for yourself. And now I want the bread all the time because it's amazing bread. Your husband's awesome at making bread. And can I also point out that he is so good at slicing it. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's been sliced by a machine. No, it's by hand. But it's by Sean. Yeah, wow. Braggy McBraggy pants over here about your husband, He's too. He's got a steady hand. Rightfully, rightfully so. He's a gem. So, uh, yeah, moral of the story, give bread. Oh, Give food as gifts. Giving food that you have made yourself to mm-hmm. somebody. We talked about this before, like paying the, fr- the one friend who yeah. pays you in food. I am so down with that. Now, also, too, just don't be like, hey, here's a PB&J happy birthday. No, that's rude. Well, is it a fancy PB&J? <laughs> what kind of peanut butter we're talking here? <laughs> 96.3 Cruise FM, Variety That Rocks. Ah, sloppy. Sloppy. If you would have just wrote it out, I think you would have been okay. Yeah, I think so, too. I got greedy, though. You did. Well, the opposite of greedy. Who has time to look up the definition of words? It's 620, <laughs> Cruise Morning, Stacy and Clayton. When you inherit something from a loved one, it can be pretty special. Maybe it's uh, an heirloom in the family, like mm-hmm. someone's bundle of love letters from when their grandparents were in the war. Or a certain, you know, I don't know, frying pan. Your grandma always cooked your family meals on, picture books, whatever. It can sometimes mean a lot. This case, I don't know if it's quite as meaningful. A guy in uh, Guelph, Ontario, received a family heirloom, and this heirloom is a corpse flower. Score! Yes! So, like, heirlooms are usually something, too, that you can take and be like, this is amazing, thank you so much, I'm going to put it in a box in the basement and keep it safe. Not this one. You have to keep this damn thing alive and also deal with the smell. Mm-hmm. It's a flower, and it smells like death. 
That's why it's called a corpse flower. Exactly. It's, it's a pretty so, fitting name. Yeah. Not only do you have to keep it alive, but you have to deal with the horrible smell. What an awful thing to pass down yeah, to somebody. Like, you gotta read the room, buddy, who passed that down. I mean, I understand it's a family heirloom. It's been in the family for, what, 50 years they've kept so, this thing alive? The grandpa like, had it for, like, decades. And you know what? It's actually a, quite a unique-looking flower in itself. It's okay. It, but the smell, right? That's the other factor, is it's... Stinks. Flowers are supposed to smell nice. And look lovely. That's their MO. Nice smelling flowers. Not this thing. Like what an awful what an awful thing to have. It's Why a, would you want this? And not take this heirloom. No, take this burden. That's the thing. Like it's you're so passing weird. down a burden. When I was a kid, I thought that inheriting things was gonna happen all the time. Because just like quicksand, it was in all the movies back in the day. Oh yeah. Quicksand was in all the movies and long lost relatives passing away and handing things down down to you. That happened in like every second movie back in the late 80s. And it seemed like it was always large sums of money. It was always something super cool, right? Nope. It's never that way. I've yet to inherit anything. Really? No, nothing. But the, but me- that's also but the meek shall inherit the earth. <laughs> that's a good sign though. That means your people haven't died that are close exactly. to you. Exactly. So, there you go. Good news, bad news. No, it's all good news situation <laughs> there, obviously. <laughs> There's trouble a-brewing between Frito-Lay and Loblaws. <gasps> Frito-Lay obviously makes Lay's potato chips and a bunch of other products like Cheetos, Doritos, Ruffles, Sun Chips. Now you know. Turns out uh, Loblaws does not want to sell Frito-Lay products right now because Frito-Lay wants to raise the prices. Mm-hmm. There's some chip issues here. And it's actually really interesting because I didn't realize that grocery stores did that. I thought they were just like... Yes, we'll sell your chips. You're selling them for $5 a bag. All right, let's go. Right. But Loblaws has a bit of a, you know, reputation to maintain mm-hmm. as an affordable grocery store, superstore, uh, the extra foods that they own, that sort of thing. And so they were like, no, that's way too much for us to charge for your chips. So Frito-Lay was like, you know what? We're going to take our chips somewhere else and we're not going to let you sell them anymore for right now. They're currently, you know, in deliberations and discussing it, but it's basically like, yeah, if you won't sell them for this, then we're not going to ship them to you. Isn't it wild when you get a behind-the-scenes look Yes. at an industry that you know nothing about, mm-hmm. like the, the grocery industry, that kind of thing? I know nothing about. Remember the big bread pricing thing yeah. where we got rebates because we apparently got overcharged for bread? Yeah. <laughs> what? All of us got a behind-the-scenes look at how, okay, the pricing system, a little sketchy, right? And this is kind of showing that there's a relationship between the two companies, and I just, I had no idea. I thought it was like you. You just Sell it. Yeah. <laughs> just just sell the chips. Please. We'll give you the chips. Sell, these sell chips. the chips. I had no idea. It was like, no, no, no. Sell them for this much. No, we don't want to. Yeah. I love seeing the ins and outs of a business you don't know too much about. I also had no idea that business, like two giant corporations here, yeah. are doing like some recess tactics here, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's wild seeing billion like billion dollar companies act like this. I don't want to sell it like this. Well, we're taking our ball and we're going home. <laughs> you can't have our chips. It's wild how, like, just getting a behind-the-scenes look at that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how it's done. Oh, yeah? Well, <laughs> Hopefully they figure it out because 
you know, I can imagine having no Frito-Lay products in Loblaws Mm -hmm. would be a huge loss for both of them, right? Because Loblaws takes the money and Frito-Lay sells it. It's a huge chunk of the store, too. I don't know about you, but when I go grocery shopping and I see, like, there's just one giant chunk of the store missing, you're like, (laughs) well, what happened there? It's kind of hard to hide that. Hey, just a giant aisle of your store completely missing. Might want to put up a sign or something like that. I don't know. Ever wonder what happens when the microphones are off? What do they do when the music is playing? It's Behind the Scenes with Stacey and Clayton. How do you spell etiquette? E-T-I-Q-U-E-T-T-E. Etiquette. What did you say? E-T-I-Q-U-E-T-T-E. You are correct. I don't even want to say how I spell it. Grade four, St. Bernard's Spelling Bee Champion. Okay. Grade five, St. Bernard's Spelling Bee Champion. Grade six, runner-up. <laughs> <laughs> Things started to go downhill in right. grade six. How did you spell it? Mm, it doesn't matter. That was behind the scenes on Cruise Mornings. I'm about to destroy your warm beverage world, Clayton. Gee, thanks. Get ready for this. Did Why you, would you do such a thing? I don't know. It's Wednesday morning. It's a little... I'm bored. I thought I might as well. What do you think of when I say hot chocolate? Um, A tasty, warm beverage. Exactly. That tastes like chocolate. What about cocoa? The exact same thing. Wrong! They are different. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Hot chocolate is literally... Melted chocolate with either cream or milk in it. So you start with a pot on the stove with milk or cream, warm it up just to a certain point, add in chunks of chocolate, stir it up, and you got yourself basically melted chocolate and milk. Okay. Cocoa is the powdered stuff. Completely different. Two different experiences, two different price points, probably two different kinds of people drinking them as well. I have never made hot chocolate. No. Like that ever. This is one of those, hey, can you grab me a Kleenex? I think you mean tissue. Kleenex is actually a name brand. Did yeah. you know that? This is just going to give those people an excuse to waste five more minutes of your day explaining this. Honestly, I... What's the difference? Are you going to give someone like a cup of cocoa and they're going to be like, nah, I want hot chocolate. I asked for hot chocolate. Come on, right? <laughs> like in the real world. Yeah. Hot chocolate and cocoa are the same thing. Pretty much. Right? I mean, if you ask for hot chocolate, you get cocoa, you're going to be like, yeah, it's still good. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. This is, this. they're the same. It's like the Kleenex and tissue. They're the same. Come on. Should we, Come on. Should we get into the details though on how you make your powdered hot chocolate? Uh, well, Milk or water? I do it the same way I, I make powdered iced tea. Double the recipe right off the right. bat. Um, I use milk. Okay, that's the correct yeah, answer. Yeah, you gotta use milk. Water. I, what, yeah. Why would you even with water? Well, unless you like have the syrup. Not the powder. Have you ever had the hot chocolate syrup? Oh, That like with water is pretty good. Brown, like Nesquik? Think of like molasses, but it's hot chocolate, yeah. Ooh, I've never had that. Well, la-di-da, fancy powdered over there. I'm slumming it with the syrup over here, I guess. <laughs> Can we just talk about, do you remember Brown Cow? Maybe this is me dating myself. Okay, yeah. Brown Cow was the like before Nesquik, and it came in a little brown container, and it was like had a cow's head on the end. Mm-hmm. 
and it was so good. If you remember Brown Cow, 938-0963, Cocoa Hot Chocolate, what have you done? I don't know. This is going to lead to just... Stacey Evelyn Cooper. Fights on the internet. Wow, you mentioned brown cow from the 60s and the 70s one time and the text line blows up so many texts at 9380963 we didn't ask for the texts but people were like i remember brown cow the best on ice cream we asked for people to oh yeah we did i don't remember (laughs) we literally said hey if you remember brown cow call or text 9380963 good times regardless dave stone (laughs) clayton come on warm milk with brown cow was our hot chocolate as kids growing up nothing better and some people saying it was on ice cream, which is what our family did. What was your hack, too, when it was almost empty? Well, when it was almost empty, because you could never get it all out, mm-hmm. you added milk to the ju- to the squeeze container. To the what? Shook it up. I was going to call it a jug, but it wasn't <laughs> a jug. Shook it up, and then we got to drink, like, right out of the container. Like the little cow's head? Yeah, and I take it back. The cow's head was later on. Okay. When it was, like, rebranded. You can apparently still get brown cow in the Philippines, Ooh. but not the brown cow from when we were younger. Interesting. Yeah, well, now we know. Let's segue from brown cow to the Oscars. Very, Shall we? Very easy segue here. <laughs> this is interesting. The Oscars are trying, I don't know, to be cool trying something new what they're doing is they are basically having a fan's choice award which i would like to just state is basically like the people's choice awards which are their own award show Mm -hmm. chosen by the people Mm -hmm. but no the oscars want you on twitter to share which film you think should be recognized by the oscars that should go well they're not going to get an oscar they are getting recognized by the oscars oh boo yeah Screw you, Oscars. And so you have to use the hashtag Oscars fan favorite. And whatever film receives the most fan votes by March 3rd will be recognized during the awards broadcast. Plus three people who actually just vote and use that hashtag mm-hmm. are going to get an all expenses paid trip to Los Angeles. Oh, that's nice. And present that honorable mention at the ceremony in 2023. Now, here's the thing about Twitter. Um, it's an S-word show. It's oh. <laughs> at well, Radio Clayton, by the way, if you want to throw me a follow. It's it's a nightmare. People never take anything seriously. They have something like a, a fan voting thing. Twitter's going to take that and turn it into an absolute debacle. Well, can we rewind back to Bodie McBoatface? Right. And look what happened. Bodie McBoatface. Some country was like, hey, name our fairies. And then Bodie McBoatface got the most wins. That's what's going to happen with this. Someone's going to pick some random movie. Yeah. Some awful like Sharknado 13, whatever Mm -hmm. movie Sharknado's on. That's going to win the fan favorite. Because that's the thing. Right now. If you can get enough people behind you to vote for your cause or vote for your film, Mm -hmm. that is the kind of stuff that happens. And I can't wait for this to happen because the Oscars, they need to be taken down a peg. All right. Okay. You fan. See rich people in Hollywood. You need to get off your high horse a little bit here, okay? This will make the jo- this will make a joke out of the Oscars. You that's think? what that's what we need right now. You that's think it'll make need. a joke? Yeah. Oh, okay. it's going to turn it into a huge joke. The Oscars are so fancy. Twitter's going to turn it unfancy. That's what Twitter does best, baby. Fun fact about guys: uh, we get very attached 
to certain cooking appliances. Not appliances, I should say accessories, like a pan or a pot. Yes. Um, I have a pan that is like the best pan in the world. It's just it's just perfect. Yep. From the handle to the height of the sides, it's just, it never sticks. It's just, it's just my pan. It's I've a go-to. It, I've had it for like nine years. It's my go-to. If this thing ever gets lost or breaks, I'm going to be devastated. I'm going to take a couple days off of work. How would you lose a frying pan? I know, pan? I know. Oh, I, you break the handle no, when, no. You, when you get aggressive. How would you lose a frying pan? I don't know. Okay, so I think you can cross that off the list. Well, what about at the height of the pandemic when we were all uh, banging our pots and pans together? <laughs> maybe you're having a couple okay, wobbly pops okay. that night and you misplace it. You're That's right. how you lose it. Circle gets the square. Okay. Um, but here's the thing. I've been wanting to get a cast iron skillet, pan, whatever you want to call it. I've been wanting to experiment with it for a while. Do it. I, I'm scared. Why? I don't want to make that kind of commitment. A cast iron pan, you got to have like a relationship with this thing. You got to look after it. You got to make sure it's okay. Well, with the you, seasoning and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. If you truly are attached to something, mm -hmm. this makes it even better. You season it when you first get it and then you just cook amazing food with it. Yeah, but it's, it just seems like it's high maintenance. It seems like a cast iron pan is very needy. I don't think, if anything, it's... I don't even know how to describe it. All you do is scrape it and wipe it out. Yeah, don't you have to re-season it after a while, though? Like, let's say you're making two completely different dishes, like steaks one night, chicken the other night, and you're just going to leave all the chicken bits in there and... scrape. You know? No, no, you scrape them out and wipe uh -huh. them out with a damp cloth. Okay, but I heard you can't do the damp cloth or soap or something like that in the no, cast iron. No soapy water. Okay. Like, you're never supposed to wash it See, in See, that's sink. the thing I don't like. The no soapy water, you got to wash it separately. You gotta, it's, like a, it's like a high-maintenance relationship. Sounds like you a don't really in a cast want iron a cast skillet. iron pan. No, I, that's what I'm saying. I did want it at the time, and now I'm like, what's wrong with old reliable? Oh, but cast irons, they do cook so nice. Yeah. So, so nice. This pan has been making the best grilled cheese sandwiches for nine years running now, and I don't want to mess it up. I heard cast iron grilled cheeses are like, ugh, like the with best Sean's things in the bread. Yeah, I know. You know what? I'll bring my cast iron mm -hmm. and let you borrow it. You know those little mini cast <laughs> iron skillets? Like you can get those little tiny cute ones at the dollar store i tried making eggs in there one time no did you season it first probably not probably <laughs> just not actually would suffice there yeah okay circle gets the square uh my wife and i had another doctor's appointments for our future son it's always awesome hearing the heartbeats doing that kind of thing right um yesterday we were talking about things that I'm not going to look forward to when it comes to being a parent because you said that you were driving Fiona home and you took the back alley instead of parking in the front Yeah, and it made Fiona have a 25 minute meltdown. It wasn't quite 25, but it was absolutely devastating for mm -hmm. her. Yeah. Because change, right? You right. got to do everything the same. The back alley, how dare you, mom? Uh, that's something that you're not really looking forward to as a future parent, but there are 9 million other things that you are looking forward to. Of course. Uh, the one thing I'm looking forward to, embarrassing my children every single time I get. It's amazing. Because my parents did it to me like three times a month. It's time for some payback <laughs> on my kids, okay? Uh, there was this video on Twitter, this uh, news reporter. He's in the middle of the street doing like a live story. In the middle of recording, his mom pulls up in a car and just starts talking to him. Like, this is my mom. Hold on. Uh-uh. I'm trying to work right now. You're over there calling my phone. This is D'Angelo. You can say hi. Hi, D'Angelo. 
And don't be holding up traffic because you got cars behind you. Oh, my God. Hi, D'Angelo. That is the best. <laughs> Live TV. <laughs> I'm working right now, Mom. Jeez, is that the rule? You can just show up. Whatever your kid's doing. And just embarrass them? I think so, because that happened, well, obviously, when I got my first job at Zeller's as a cashier. Mm -hmm. There's my mom coming through my till, and it's just like, oh, my God. Mm. And then it even happened, like, when I used to do my first radio remotes. Mm -hmm. My mom would show up and, like, hide kind of, like, behind a rack of clothing. And then slightly pop out and take my picture. I'm so new at it. I hardly knew what I was doing, and she's there to embarrass me. Also, Radio Lingo, remotes, remote broadcast. Remote broadcast. Live from a on store. locations. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, my mom, like when I got my first serving job, shout out Tony Romas. Once a week, can I sit in Clayton's section? Uh, oh my goodness. <laughs> yay. Like that's what parents always do. Now, if they're a teenager though, like 14 to 19. When they got the sass. Oh, that is prime embarrassment so time. The, or do you just leave them alone? Because no. they're going to get really mad and angry. When I'm 18, I'm so out of here, mom. It doesn't, you, as a parent, it is your right to yeah? embarrass your child at any point. Okay, good. I was any just checking. Point. I was just double checking. And I haven't even gotten to that stage yet. Mm-hmm. Fiona, it doesn't, I don't think she knows what embarrassing yeah. is, well, but I'm stocking up. Again, it's the most, it, it's, it's the most adorable when you're, when you're older. Like when you're an adult, 35, 40 years old, and your parents are still doing that. You're like, can I stop by your job? I want to see the place. Got a text from Gordon yesterday. He was trying to get some Foo Fighter tickets, some backstage passes to the Foo Fighters Kick-Ass Cruise concerts. And when people try to do that, sometimes they try to... Sometimes they try to guilt trip us a bit. A little. Uh, Gordon was like, my son actually plays in a Foo Fighters cover band called the Foe Fighters. P-H-O Fighters. As in like delicious Vietnamese soup. Exactly, right? Got us thinking. What are some other good cover band names that are food related? Because Foe Fighters, that's oh top five at least that right is there, right? So brilliant. So we each got a we each got a few names here of cover band names that would also be tasty snacks. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Sure. Motley Stew. <laughs> This is going to be one of those things where it's so uh, stupid oh God. that it's actually funny at the same time. Um, Fleetwood Big Mac. Mm, I'd listen to that. Easy, but you know. AC Ice Tea. <laughs> these are all going to make me giggle. These are great. This is dad and joke central say, right here. Coming up with these was an absolute oh, yeah. blast. Uh, green Eggs and Ham Day. <laughs> Huey Lewis and the Cashews. <laughs> um, Guns and Rosé. Ooh, Ooh, nice. Um, food, drink, we'll count it. Here's another beverage one. Okay. Milk Talica. <laughs> Jefferson Airplane Pretzels. <laughs> the Rolling Scones. Nine Inch Subway Sandwich. It's a new promotional item they're trying out nice. because when you want more than a six inch and you want less than a 12 inch, the new Nine Inch Subway Sandwich. <laughs> I like it. Comes with a free Nine Inch Nails download. Uh, the Bare Naked Dainties. Ooh, Run BLT. <laughs> Ario cheese bagel. Our Lady Peas. Uh, Grandma Pearl's Jam. I'm pretty sure there's a band already yeah. like that. Our Lady Fingers piece. Oh. I got a lot of Our Lady Peace ones. Nice. Uh, what about Celine Dijon? Our Lady Peace of Pie. <laughs> okay, that's it for uh, the OLP ones. Okay. Next one? You're up. Okay. Hootie and the Charcuterie. 
That's the best one. It wins. That's the best one. Easily the ah, best one. No, um, wait for it. Okay. okay, no, keep going. Boston Cream. They play oh covers of both Boston and <gasps> Cream. Genius. <laughs> I know. Okay. Uh, shrimp Biscuit. <laughs> Laughing at your own jokes is bad style. We know that. I okay. love it. Uh, honeycomb sweet. <laughs> okay. Uh, the arrows, but spelled A E R O S, like, the, like chocolate the chocolate bar. bar. Yeah. I would listen to all these bands. Oh yeah. Any more? I'm good. You're good. I'm tapped. The opposite of the George Costanza here. Hey, not ending on a high note. <laughs> if you have any more, uh, text us nine three eight zero nine six three. Shrimp biscuit. Well done. <laughs> Stacey and Clayton, weekday mornings 6 to 10 on Cruise.